This is the Quadrant Podcast, Episode 7. Welcome to this episode of the Quadrant Podcast. As usual, we would like to remind you that we're here to share your stories. So if you have a story worth sharing, don't think twice and email us. Really, we would really like to hear your story and share it with the world. We would also like to invite you to join our mailing list or give us a like on Facebook. We're putting up to two episodes every week at this point, so we want you to be the first to find out every time we put out a new episode. Now, let's get started with the guest of this episode. Okay. Um, yeah, my name is uh, Chad, and I'm from uh, Los Angeles, California. And uh, I'm 25 years old. Uh, now I'm a bit of a, an adventurer, and I, I, uh, I like to travel. I like to hike and, and camp. But uh, the story I guess I'm going to tell, I guess you need a little bit of back. Uh, history. Um, I wasn't always like this, and uh, I camped, I guess, a little bit when I was little, but um, never really any backpacking or anything like that, and um, about five years ago, I, I moved from California to uh, New Hampshire on the east coast of the United States, and I got into a little bit of uh, backcountry, backcountry snowboarding and hiking, and, and uh, really sparked my... Uh, my interest in it and when I came back to uh, California um, I guess I really dove into to uh, the, the great outdoors and uh, it's been like that ever since cool so so I guess uh, <laughs> is that a good introduction yeah, that's yeah a perfect that's really introduction. Cool. So, so do you have um, do you know which story are you going to share with us today yeah yeah all right Dive into it. Okay. Um, so about five years ago when I was uh, 20 years old, um, like I said, I wasn't quite into adventuring or, or hiking or camping or any of that. But um, one of my friends, uh, Gustavo, we call him, him Goose, he uh, organized a trip to Yosemite, uh, the national park in, in California. And um, It was a lot of friends from high school, so I decided to join in, and we uh, we spent a weekend there. And I, uh, he had talked about maybe hiking to uh, Half Dome, which is a pretty famous uh, hike in Yosemite. It's about uh, I think it's about 18 miles uh, there and back. Um, and uh, he had kind of pitched the idea to us, and it sounded okay, and. and I, I wasn't, uh, at this point, I didn't have much gear or, or uh, anything in the way of preparation for this hike. I just heard about it and thought, okay, let's do it. So uh, <clears throat> we got there Thursday, and we hung out uh, Thursday night. And Friday, we kind of just did some mellow hiking around the park, just a couple miles to uh, kind of get used to it. And then... Uh, We decided to do the hike uh, Saturday morning, and you actually need to get uh, permits to do the hike because the last portion of the hike is uh, about a, a 45-degree climb on a, on, a, on a rock face, 
and they have set up these these cables and it's it's almost like a really steep stair but there's no stairs cut in it so you kind of hold on to this, the cables and pull yourself up for about uh i don't know about 20 minutes so yeah it becomes a bit of a bottleneck there uh, because it's single file and, and once a lot of people get there so so uh, they they issue a certain limited amount of permits per day and uh, being the unprepared college kids <laughs> that we were we didn't get <laughs> these permits <laughs> so we thought we could just go and uh, so we decided to do the hike Saturday morning we, we stayed up Friday night probably had a few too many uh, beers and um, we were gonna we told ourselves to wake up at 6 a.m. and <laughs> to the hike. <laughs> and uh, so I woke up and it was about 11 a.m. and we were not hiking. I had just woke up. So we decided to quickly make breakfast and head up and uh, still give it a go because <laughs> and we had no idea what we were up against. Um, so we got to the trailhead probably by about 12.30 as the sun was really beaten down. And uh, started the hike. Um, about four hours into it, we realized we weren't prepared. I think I had I had jeans and a t-shirt, and I had the only um, food or anything I carried with me. I carried a, a bag of chips and a gallon of water. <laughs> so, wasn't very prepared at all. It was yeah, uh, yeah. complete Let's complete novice. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so setting ourselves up for failure, which we did. We failed. We didn't make it up there and uh, came back a little bit defeated. And um, I, I guess at that point I had really, I wasn't into hiking and, and that really sparked my interest. I really enjoyed it and I thought it would have been a lot better if I had, you know, some, oh, the gear. some gear. Yeah, maybe, you know, a backpack with water. I could carry some food. And, and uh, so I decided to try it again. And, and two years, it took us actually two years because we were all scattered about and two years later we decided to try it again and uh this time i i had from there i'd done some hiking and and a lot of backpacking so i was a lot more prepared and i found out a little bit of a loophole uh up there is if you start the hike around 10 o'clock at night you can do the entire hike at night and you get up to the cables to to get to the top at about four o'clock in the morning and uh, you can see the sunrise up over the Yosemite Valley, oh, cool. and it, and the rangers aren't there to uh, to uh, check for permits, so you don't have to get a permit. You can kind of get by that. They don't show up till about nine or ten in the morning. So it's less of a loophole, and more yeah. you memorizing the schedule of the rangers. Right, 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 <laughs> exactly. So um, we decided to try that, and it was the same friends, basically the same friends I had gone with before. Um, uh, Goose was there, who was the most excited to do it, because he had gone a couple more times earlier with his family and still hadn't made it to the top. So it became sort of this this uh, legend between our friends. It's like, who's going to make it up to the top of Half Dome first? You know, <laughs> And ev everyone had gone and, tr and failed a few times. So uh, this time it was June, about uh, three years ago, and a uh, nice night. It was about almost a full moon, so we had a lot of, a lot of good natural light. Um, so we started the hike, and this time we were well prepared, and uh, we still failed. We made it about half of the way, and uh, Goose, uh, I don't know if he came down with altitude sickness or something. It's not that, that high at all, but 
he got the stomach ache and a headache and he started feeling really bad so uh, we all had to cut it short uh, for him and so we headed back down in defeat for the second time but uh, on the drive home from Yosemite this time I was uh, I was mainly uh, not upset at him obviously because it's just natural but I was more more anxious to get to the top so I decided that I wasn't going to wait for them again and I was going to go the following week right after work drive up there from work and, and get this you know monkey off my back and accomplish this thing all by, by yourself sense. by myself yeah I was done oh, cool. I was done with the friends <laughs> I just yeah. wanted to do um, <clears throat> so the next week right after work uh, about 4 30 5 o'clock on Friday I drove out and it's about uh, I was living in Los Angeles it's about four or five hours drive and I ended up picking up this uh, French hitchhiker. She was she was hitchhiking California, and she wanted to go to Yosemite as well. So uh, I picked her up and kind of explained what I wanted to do, asked her if she was uh, a decent hiker, and she said she'd done a few hikes before. So I was like, all right, yeah, this is no problem. We'll be fine. <laughs> so uh, we rolled into Yosemite uh, Friday night, slept there Friday night, slept all day Saturday, and then decided to do the the hike Saturday night and uh, got all uh, prepared and made it to the trailhead probably about 11 p.m. And uh, yeah, we, we made a, a nice steady pace. She wanted to take a lot of breaks and it was fine. We took a lot of breaks on the way up and about uh, about three quarters of the way up, we were doing uh, a lot of switchbacks uh, where, you, you know, you're climbing up, going back and forth across the mountain. Yeah. And uh, we had kind of gotten a rhythm, and we weren't really talking, just kind of focused. And uh, as we were hiking straight on one of these switchbacks, my headlamp caught a gleam uh, of two eyes looking back at us. <laughs> and uh, there's, there's quite a few, uh, quite a few bears up in uh, up in Yosemite. And I, uh, we weren't real. You're supposed to make a lot of noise as you hike to, because they're more afraid of you. So. I caught this gleam, this reflection of two eyes back at me, and I was hoping she wouldn't see it because I knew she'd get pretty scared. But then uh, I looked over at her, and she was looking straight at it too, and she kind of panicked. So uh, <laughs> we still, to this day, I, I don't, I, I don't know if it was a deer or a bear. Uh, I guess I'll never know. But when you are, uh, when you're in that moment, you kind of assume the worst. <laughs> so what do you uh, do? You paralyze? You you ran what you for, for, for about like five seconds yeah you're kind of shocked but then uh i just i just grabbed your hand and we kept walking right it was about five more steps and then another switch back to head back in the opposite direction and then so we kept on going yeah yeah then we just didn't look back and, and i just told her it was probably a deer let's just keep going <laughs> at this point i had failed you know like three times and i there was nothing that was gonna stop me at this point uh so yeah we continued on and um, we made it up to the uh, to the subdome, which is uh, Yosemite has these weird uh, geological formations. I don't know if you've ever heard of the brand uh, North Face. I'm sure it's kind of a popular brand uh, in America, but their logo is uh, is Half Dome, and it's it's basically these huge rock formations, and and they've been like cut in half, so they look yeah, yeah. It looks I like know. yeah yeah I know okay. So, so uh, when you get to the subdome, it's it's right before the the, the ultimate climb, and um, they say this is kind of the hardest part of the hike, and it's uh, again a lot of uh, switchbacks and just uh, just really brutal elevation gain. I guess you're just constantly climbing up these stairs, and uh, 
we took we started getting more and more breaks and it's probably about an hour to the uh to the base of the cables and uh when you come over the top there it was probably about 3 30 in the morning and uh, or maybe four o'clock in the morning and just just the sky was just starting to get a little bit light okay and when you come over the top you can see the the part you have to climb up these cables and it is it's incredibly intimidating because there's a a, a large it's a, a shadow uh, of the mountain in front of you and, you and it looks almost like a straight up climb from there and and for the this being the first time i've seen it i was uh very intimidated and uh, not sure if we were going to continue up there so we got to the bottom of, of the cables where they start and uh, we decided to take a little little rest and and uh kind of gather our courage up and uh yeah we rested for a little bit the sun started coming up uh it wasn't quite sunrise but the sky was getting bright so we wanted to get up there before sunrise so um put on our gloves and started to climb up and uh it was it's, it actually looks a lot worse than it was uh it's really just like a steep staircase uh kind of deal and uh it took us about 30 minutes and we made it up to the top and uh it was quite uh i could feel you know like i said that that monkey off my shoulder once i made it up there yeah yeah it was so long like <laughs> you know literally years like a couple of years that i've been waiting to to see the top and um we got up there and we had brought a couple beers so we sat back and had beers at like you know six o'clock in the morning and just enjoyed the whole thing and, and there was only i think one other group of hikers that had came up maybe like three hikers and then a solo hiker so there was maybe five of us up there and uh while we were up there uh, three rock climbers were climbing up the uh, the north face, and they had they had finally summited uh, while we were up there. So it was kind of cool to talk to them. And, and uh, when you get to the top, I hope I can describe this. When you get to the top, um, you it's it's quite large. You can walk around and, and see everything. And, th and there's one point they call the the diving board, and it's where a lot of people take uh, the picture when you're up there. And it's basically uh, the rock kind of juts out over uh, over the valley, and it, it's kind of shaped like a diving board, and you're you're just standing out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'm just uh, looking at it right now. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah, if you look, you can look and see. Well, if you you if you go from that point, you can actually walk, and the rock kind of does a a, a U shaped. So. Um, it creates a, a bit of a, a, a chasm in between. And uh, the rock climbers, when they got up there, uh, the lead rock, the lead climber, his name was John, uh, he started tying um, all these anchors on one side of that U. And so he, he would tie his anchor and then run with his rope across the U and start tying the anchor on the other side. So if you can, if you can see, he was connecting one point of the U to the other point. And I, I was unsure what he was doing, but I started talking to him. And uh, he took a break, but he said he was he was tying what's called a Tyrolean traverse, and that's basically uh, like a, um, what do you call it? Um, a zip line, basically. Yeah, if you think line. of a zip line mm -hmm. kind of thing, and he was gonna climb or, or slide from one side of the rock to the other. And cool. When you're there, you're looking straight down, and the valley floors is about uh, uh, four thousand feet, like like uh, thirteen hundred. 1400 meters about mm -hmm. uh, straight down to the, to the valley floor and I thought man this guy is insane but I, I kind of just watched him and 
and he took a break and he was from from northern california and uh he had he had he had a big uh, a big joint a, a big joint of weed with him <laughs> and he, he started lighting it up just to, to relax a little bit he's like don't worry i grew this myself in north northern california hand grown <laughs> Have a little bit and relax, and I was like, "Well, you know, this this is kind of the thing you, you can't pass up." So we just relaxed a little bit, and uh, he he's, he asked for my help to to help him tie these anchors. And it was about forty five minutes of of tying anchors and 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 using the uh, the the protection that he had to secure the line. And he ended up tying two lines, and I I started talking to him a little bit more, and I thought, man. I'm exhausted. I don't think I could do that much work. But he had his climb had taken about 20 hours to get up the Holy face of uh, the face of the rock. Yeah. So I don't know how he had the energy. He was running back and forth. He was just in love with life at that point. And uh, I was with the French hitchhiker, uh, and we were kind of in the middle, uh, just watching him go. And and he finally finished everything. He was satisfied with all of his anchors, and he and he put his harness on. And he just clipped in, and and, and uh, it wasn't quite where you could slide all the way, but he slid about maybe a quarter of the way and just hung out there. It was looking down, twirling Ooh. around. Just he was just like a monkey. He was he felt he looked as natural on that line as he did when he was walking, you know, on top of the rock. He just looked like he was at home, and he and he pulled himself across, and and uh, yeah, he had a blast. And I thought, man, that's the most amazing thing I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, and sounds, uh, he came up. Sounds amazing. Um, um, yeah. Did you do it? Yeah, well, <laughs> he came. He came up on the other side, and and uh, his son was with him, and so he, he he his son said, "Okay, now it's my turn." And and he clipped in. I saw him go across. I thought, man, that's really cool. And I was kind of. We were probably about uh, twenty meters away from him. Me and the hitchhiker. We were taking pictures of them as they were going across, and uh, I said to her. I said, man, I, I really wish I would have had a harness because I think I would have done that. And uh, he, he, there's no way he could have heard me. He was standing, you know, 20 meters away, and, and he just looks up and yells at me, and he goes, Chad, my harness will fit you if you want to try it. And I'm like, oh, now i got to put my money where my mouth is. <laughs> and it was like from that moment to when I was on the line is a blur. I remember fine if I think about this i'll never do it and so <laughs> the next thing i knew i was standing in his harness and i was buckling it up and then i was on the edge of the rock and i clipped the carabiner in i remember looking at him saying is, is it like is there anything i need to know because i had never done rock time or anything i was just like is there anything i need to know and he looks at me and he goes number one look good <laughs> number two relax and number three have fun and i was like okay <laughs> and so yeah, I thought, man, none of those have to do with safety. I guess this is this is going to be interesting. And so I remember clipping in, and I remember that moment where I pushed off the rock, and it was like a free fall. And I just I I, I remember him disappearing a little bit into the distance with the biggest smile on his face. And yeah, you slide for about a quarter of the. It was about the whole length of the rope was probably uh, seventy meters. So the distance was about seventy meters that you had to slide and you probably slid about uh i don't know like 10 10 or 15 meters and then the rest you had to pull yourself and uh, i just remember stopping and looking straight down on the valley floor and it was just morning so you could see that the campfires were starting to 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 be sparked and lit and you see all the smoke coming up and and uh, i just thought man this is 
really a once in a lifetime opportunity and just kind of sat there for a second and then I got really scared and started pulling myself across <laughs> and uh yeah I made it to the other side and I really just had to sit down for a moment and uh it just all hit me and I thought that was 100% the most amazing thing I'd ever experienced in my entire life and he let me you know take part in it and I got over to the other side and he just gave me a big hug and said I'm glad I could do it and uh, and and then he cleaned it up and we parted ways and, and that was the last time I ever saw him <laughs> but uh, yeah for the first time conquering Half Dome and to have that happen it was uh, it was a pretty special moment yeah I mean it wow. sounds amazing all you said I mean I was listening and in, in picturing what, what what you must have felt that day I mean especially yeah. because you, you decided to take the initiative yeah that was yeah if if we wouldn't have failed the week before i think i never would i never would have been in that situation so it was uh it was a good thing you know to, to yeah. fail it was, you thought you were gonna go by yourself and you made a hitchhiker and then you got to the top and you saw a bear <laughs> and you got to the top <laughs> and you had this amazing experience i mean yeah listening to you is it was i don't know i, I wanted to be there Just to picture that and do it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, like I said, it's the most amazing thing. Even to this day, three years later, I haven't, I don't think I've had so many, it was really just so many coincidences line up to have just, like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't pay a tour group any amount of money to have that experience. No, it was you, just you like, it just had right, to happen on accident. Yeah, you were in the right moment. I mean, it was destiny. For you yeah. Absolutely, that's to, that's an experience that yeah, cannot be paid for. Yeah, that, exactly, that's what I was like, trying to explain. Yeah, you couldn't. It just, yeah, just had to be accident. And, and do you still have contact with these people you met? I mean, the the French hitchhiker and the, and this awesome guy. Yeah, I have his email, and and um, I've since then I've kind of been working in all over the states. But I, we email every once in a while, and I'm trying to get out. <clears throat> to get, have him teach me he, he invited me a bunch of times to teach me to, to rock climb and I, I didn't make time I'm so mad but my schedule wasn't working at that time but now uh, since I'm not working at that same at that job I have a little bit more flexibility so probably this summer we'll, we'll go out to Yosemite again and, and try and uh, try and reunite you gotta give us his email man we, we need to record an episode <laughs> yeah, with him have, as well yeah, yeah he must have had yeah. awesome stories I mean Yeah, he, that guy is just, one of the things that really <laughs> hit me was, he, he was probably, when I saw him, I think I placed him maybe like, like early 40s, 40, 45 years old. And so uh, the way he was so confidently running around, I thought, you know, he's been climbing since he was 12, you know, or, or since he, he was born, basically. And so while I was talking to him, I was like, man, how long, how long have you been doing this? And he's like, oh, about seven years. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shoot! I thought he was like really into it, but uh, he he had just got into it, you know, seven years ago or seven years prior, and just really enjoyed it and and uh, took off with it. And he's, he climbs all the time. He spends like three three months out of the year at Tuolumne Meadows in, in Yosemite, and he was a really cool guy. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he, he, he kind of looked. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, he, he, the funny thing is, he kind of looked like uh, like the the typical picture of Jesus. 
that was this guy. Like he had the long hair, kind of the rugged face. He was just, it's like, it's like. I mean, and he only have been doing it for seven years, so that that means exactly. that uh, time doesn't matter. I mean, if you want to become a pro at something, just practice and enjoy as much as possible. He, yeah, that's very true. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was an awesome guy, and, and like you said, you know, if you love something, you put the hours in, you can exactly. become uh, quite expert at it very quickly. Oh, perhaps now, if you see him soon and start rock climbing with him and do this thing, this thing again, perhaps in a few in a few years you'll be this guy. Another <laughs> yeah. person will come to this point like you did with a hitchhiker, and you will like you will be with your son like, oh come on, come on. <laughs> And recreate the whole story, yeah, but yeah, with me on the other side, that would be really cool. You gotta do it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And, and when you told this story to your friends, uh, what did they think about? I mean, they were, they <laughs> were was... I mean, the week before they were with you, they went with you, yeah. and they couldn't get to the top, and you went by yourself and has had this amazing story. I mean, I don't know. What did they think? You no. Know, It was it was the best part of the well maybe not the best but w one of the best parts was calling them and being able to say like I was the first one out of all of us because that would have been good enough you know to say I made it you guys haven't made it kind of like you know that competition thing but to tell that whole story and they're just like sitting there in awe thinking wow <laughs> one week we missed out on this whole thing and they, they didn't believe me until um I, I didn't the, have the pictures. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't have a, a cam a digital camera with me. I but we had bought uh we had bought two disposable cameras before we went up there, and uh, so we I had to I had to go and get the film developed before they would believe me because I had to show them all the the pictures from it. But uh, once I yeah I almost I almost had to get the the pictures developed so I could believe it. You know, it was like did that really did that really happen? Um, But uh, I got them developed and showed them, and they finally believed me. And then also there was uh, one of the hikers up there at a camera, and he he finally sent me some some of his pictures. Uh, and so I, I had proof to, to show that it actually happened. Cool, man. I would like to thank you for this amazing story for real. I, I mean, I was thrilled till the end, especially <laughs> when I mean when when you got to the to the bear part, I was like, okay, they started running. They they, they got to. Uh, To a tree, you spend two days there, and I don't know. I started making things. <laughs> yeah, imagining all the all the situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you guys. Oh well, thanks. Cool thanks thing. for having me. Yeah, no, it was. Thanks a lot. Great. Yeah, thanks to you. Well, cheers. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Chad, for sharing your story. I like how even though it was complicated and he kept trying and just stuff kept happening, he insisted until he could get to the very top. And once there, an opportunity presented to do something really memorable. And he did. And he came back with an excellent story to tell us all. To all our listeners, this is all for today. Please remember to like us on Facebook and join our mailing list so you can keep up with every new episode we put out. And if you have a story to share, don't think twice and email us. We'll be honored to be joined by you on any of our episodes. So, until next time, goodbye. <laughs>